Welcome to the Elmo and Doris Different Podcast. You're listening to the Elmo Adore Difference, a podcast that gets people from all walks of life to share powerful ideas and spread good vibes. My name's Elmo Adore Jr. and I'm a young Filipino passionate about the individuality every person can bring to the table. And I'm talking to unique people about how they see the world and how to make a difference. Frank Pajna, he's 36 years old. He's uh, in Phoenix, Arizona right now, but he was born in Coventry, England. Uh, he identifies himself as a seeker or someone that desires truth no matter where it takes them so, takes him. And uh, I hope we can learn something from Frank here. Uh, and Frank, I want to jump into it and say and ask you, uh, do you believe in God? It depends what you mean by God. Yeah, that's a very deep... What uh, do you mean by God? Yeah, how about the basic thing, like Christian God? No. Okay, how about the... God, the Christian God has attributes, has features, has desires, has anger, has jealousy. That's not God. God is that which is free from all of that. Right? Can you So, like, free of attributes is what God is. So... The human, the human state is all about our desires, our past, etc. And the Christian God is very much about the same thing. You know, it wants a certain outcome because of a certain past, etc. Like, so no, I don't believe in I don't believe in the Christian God. But if you if you tell me that God is everything that is, like your viola right there, your dartboard, you, everything, everything there, everything that, everything around you right now, there is only God. There is only God. Everything is God. Good or bad, everything is God. That I believe in. So, so the specific, you know, do you know of the term of um, monism? That's, that's my general belief. Everything is God. There is only one essence. And in science, it's called yeah. Um, the Higgs boson, basically the Higgs boson is what science says gives everything mass, right? So it's literally the creator of everything, right? But it's just a field and it interacts with other fields. And because of its interactions with other fields, we can touch things, we can experience things, etc. right? So from a scientific perspective, the Higgs boson is God. Like they've confirmed God, but by a particular abstract definition. No, no, no. Like we just confirmed it with the um, we literally we just found the Higgs boson. So the Higgs field, the Higgs boson is an is an expression of the Higgs field, just as yeah. the electron is an expression of the electron field, right? And you know that every single cell in your body has electrons in it. Well, at the same time, you have mass because of the Higgs field, right? So that's well. But, uh, it's actually uh, I think it's uh, uh, the Higgs boson is just a theory and unproved. And I, I will I will tell you that from from a Christian perspective, right? Um, 
you have you have this notion of the source, right? God is the source of everything. That is the Higgs field, right? But what I would have, like to me, Christianity is blood magic, right? You hear, you see in the Bible, all this talk about like you're saved by the blood of Jesus, right? It's a big theme in the Bible. Like that whole theme is weird to me. Like why does this, dude need to shed blood for you to be saved by God. That's weird, right? It's weird. Where is like... Yeah, well, um, some Christian could say that the Higgs boson, the Higgs boson field, all of science is just a part of the creation that uh, God has made. How, 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 big, how big is Judaism? Mm -hmm. Do you know how large Israel actually is? Do you know how... It's, it's tiny. It's tiny. You said you're from the Philippines. It's no bigger than the Philippines. So why are we allowed this small little nation to dictate the culture of the whole planet? That's weird. Yeah. Kind of, if you're a Christian, you kind of are. If you're a Christian, you kind of are. Well, if I can defend the Christian perspective, it's that uh, it's a very cultural thing because the, the Jews had the culture develop uh, for uh, hundreds of years where uh, can can I say can I say why I bring up its size geographically is because if you look at the cultures around Israel like when Moses came about for instance like Moses came around in in about the 600 BC time period in China we had Lao Tzu in Nepal we had Buddha like in, in Greece we had Aristotle and and etc right we had all these great figures but from all of these Moses has gotten the most attention throughout the planet that's weird is that not weird if you look at these other figures huh but but is it not our perspective that we're speaking from like, have these other figures not had more of an influence, really, and more of a valid assertion to say to people than, than Moses? What did Moses really do? He killed an Egyptian, and then he took all his people away from Egypt, and then gave them a bunch of crazy laws. Like, did you know that Moses made it so that if a woman is raped, she has to marry her her attacker. That's Deuteronomy 22, 28 through 29. That's actually a law Moses said. If you are raped, you have to marry the person that raped you. That's that's Jewish law. And this is the this is the mindset that most of religious people today are based on, right? So that's weird, right? Is it not? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, actually, uh, we have to look at it at a very cultural perspective because uh, yeah, back yeah. in the day, hey, hey, let me let day, me squash that uh, right now because Moses, back uh, in the day doesn't actually matter based on what we yeah. believe today, right? It doesn't actually matter. Mm -hmm. We are upholding these things today if we uphold these religions, right? Is that not true? Like on some like. Like, you see a lot of people, you know, like, we pick and choose. So one of the biggest things today is against homosexuality, right? So everyone's like, God hates gays, blah, 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 right? But that comes from the same book of Deuteronomy that says you can't eat shrimps. 
and it's exactly as 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 um as brought about like they put as much perspective on eating shrimp as they do homosexuality in Deuteronomy. Yeah, but um there's like yeah, two that could for apply each. for Judaism, but what what of Christianity? Like for example, the New Testament which is uh, mostly w- where the Christian doctrines are based how, on. How do you, how do you feel about this? First Timothy, I think is 2:12 says no wom- no woman can ever have any perspective. She has to shut up. Does that apply to modern society? Is that good in, in modern society? Can we uphold that? Yeah, well, how about uh, I explain it to you in a very uh, politically correct way? I've read I've read the New Testament many times, man. Like, so I can go in depth to you about about the New Testament, but like, I think that the more I speak on the New Testament, I will show you that is not really valid for today. It's really not like. It's kind of it. It's bad, actually. Like, um, I think it's I think it's Corinthians or Romans that says that you don't own your own body. In a, in a marriage, mm-hmm. your wife owns your body, and sh- and you own hers. There's no bodily autonomy whatsoever. You cannot refuse her. She cannot refuse you. It says that a man that is not married should not get married at all. He should be celibate. But if he cannot deny women, then his body is hers. He has to get married, then his body's hers. It's no longer your body. There's no bodily autonomy whatsoever. That's that's weird. In today's perspective, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it not? How, how about um, I tell you that there uh, the Christianity that you try to interpret right now actually has a modern form by which we call, for example, the pro- progressive Christians who have answers to your, your questions we can speak on that already. Too. We can speak on that too. Like, um, what do you feel of um, John 17.22? How do you interpret that verse? Do you know that verse? No, no, no. Can, uh, can you remind me? That verse says, that verse says um, pretty much, pretty much by memory, um, I have given them the glory that you gave me that they may be one just as we are one, right? So Jesus is saying that we are to be the same as he is, mm-hmm. right? This is the glory. This is the good news. The gospel of Christianity yeah. is that we are to be divine also. Yeah. And every great religion teaches that, right? Mm-hmm. But there's too many verses that say, like, Jesus is it. Jesus is it. But we're to be it. There's another verse on um, 1 Corinthians 12, 27. It says, you are the body of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. There's another one, um, 1 Corinthians 2, 4, 15 through 16, I believe, mm-hmm. that says, now you have the body of, no, now you have the mind of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the mind, you have the body of Christ. You are to be Christ. You are Christ. You are the anointed of God if the spirit descends on you, right? Right? That's the point of Christianity. Yeah, um, for example, there are doctrinal ways. And uh, I know a lot of pastors and priests who would uh, enjoy a long-term debate on the Bible about you. But how about we go to the validity of the Bible itself, you know? For example... um, Why do you want to try to say the validity of it? 
how do you want to yeah. define it? Because I don't see any validity in it except for the experience of the believer. Mm-hmm. I don't see any validity in it. Like, mm-hmm. you want to go to Genesis? Where's the validity in Genesis? Nothing that it says is valid. Yeah. Not one statement in Genesis is valid. It says that, I, I can't even remember the verses exactly, but everything that Genesis lays out, especially in chapters one and two, is wrong. Scientifically, we know it's all crap. So I don't think there's any validity except spiritually. It's not, it's not a historic text. Even when, when, the, when the Catholic Church accepted that Galileo was right, it accepted that the Bible was fallible. Mm-hmm. So as like we shouldn't we shouldn't discuss the Bible whether or not it's valid or not from that perspective. We should say, does it allow us to experience God? Mm-hmm. That's the valid that's the validity of any religion. Does it bring us to God? It's not a historic text. It doesn't give you science history some history but flavored by their beliefs right Mm -hmm. so it's not really valid like probably moses never parted the sea like but but he he guided them out probably although there's there's not even evidence that moses actually took his people out of egypt right so really these are myths these are myths that create the um the identity of the Jewish people. So we shouldn't even take it as, as fact whatsoever, but what is, what have the writers tried to convey through the texts? That's important. What have they tried to convey? And the Jews, what they've tried to convey is surrender to God, right? Christianity, if you look at John 14, 10, it says, God is moving through Jesus, right? If you look at Hebrews 5, 7, it says that Jesus surrendered so much to God that he was saved, right? So God saved Jesus. But we look to Jesus to save us, right? Yeah, I want to go back to the Genesis part where, um, for example, there are movements of the young creationists where, for example, yeah. You know for sure that the Earth is like fourteen billion years old. Yeah, but the, uh, I you think know, and, and you know what's crazy. You know what's actually crazy is we're measuring stars that are like fifty trillion, that are fifty billion years old. So we're measuring things that are older than our own Higgs field, right? Because actually, our creation is our particular Higgs field. That's all. Is actually the universe itself goes further back. The young earth creationist, you're basically purely depending on one book for all of your facts. And I mean, I guess to some extent it's it's um, honorable that you're that faithful. But for me, I care too much about truth for that. That's not the truth. It's not the truth. There's the same thing with flat earth, flat earthers. They're getting that from Genesis because Genesis describes a flat earth. These are not people who knew scientific facts. So we should not get our science from the Bible. 
um mark 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 seven mark seven ten let me say this let me say this let me say this let me say this mark seven ten mark seven ten even has jesus denying germs it says nothing that goes into your mouth can harm you but look at covid right look at covid 19 right now it's going in your mouth it says nothing that goes in your mouth can harm you only what comes out can harm you but we have 600,000 people dead from what has gone in their mouth. Bro, so that's a really stupid yeah. word. So the Bible is not infallible. Yeah, I want to stop you the there, Bible man. Like, um, I, I've noticed that you've taken a lot of biblical verses uh, out of context, but uh, I want to... Uh, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. Look at the context. Look at the context. Look at the context of what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm, I I like the Bible in a lot of ways, dude. Especially Galatians. I like Galatians a lot because there's a lot of truth in that book. But and like um, Revelation um twenty two, five says, God will be the light to everybody, right? I like that verse because that's the experience of it. Yeah, but um, I I want to go back to the Genesis part, the the young creationist part where. Uh, their most, um, their most, uh, be their best, um, what you call argument towards uh, the old Earth and the young Earth argument is the presumption, the presuppositions by which uh, scientists hold their scientific studies. For example, um, if you have the presuppositions of the Bible, where uh, there is a God and that. Uh, God created a very old universe that would, uh, for us, uh, at our perspective, would be very old, but it's actually just uh, a few thousand years. Then, because it would be necessary to create something to be become old. Let yeah. me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If if the old, if the young Earth creationist theory makes sense, why wouldn't he just give us computers from the start? Mm -hmm. Why would we still need to? Why would we still need to evolve if there's only been five thousand years of history? Well, that's a different evolution. Like that, there's an evolution of a cultural. But no, it's not. No, it's not. Look, look at how the internet has changed humanity, and ask yourself why God didn't give us that. Why is this God selfish? He only wants us to to kill animals. Well, a lot of Christians. Like he he'd rather he'd rather kill animals than than. Be well, a lot of Christians would tell planet. you that God works in mysterious well, ways, bro. Humans have created this technology. Yeah, but a lot of Christians there would tell again. you that God works in mysterious way and His ways are not your ways. You know, it's not very mysterious. It's lackluster, dude. Like, all right, there there are people on the planet that are born without limbs, no mm -hmm. arms, no legs. Mm -hmm. Right? What is the purpose of that? Yeah, but I if there, if there I is guess, an intelligent designer, if there's an intelligent designer, why does that exist? Uh, I there guess are people. There are conjoined twins. How does that make sense to any to any creation theory? Well, to a cre to any yeah, intelligent well, designer, to how a, does it make to sense? a creationist that would be the fall of creation, where they have the the creation has this. Why have we fallen? Why have we fallen? God created a to be failures and then punished us for being failures he could have designed us to not fall well he could have designed us to well not my fall. best answer to that would be right. our free will as human humanity where if we have the choice now we have free will 
Let me ask you this. Is it actually free will? God God apparently knew that that snake was in the garden, right? Yeah. Why didn't he just get rid of the snake? Why did that snake exist at all? Well, uh, Christians uh, dabble with this fact as well. That's why there's a Calvinian and uh, an Armenian side to it. And when you... You know what? You know why? You know why there's so much argument about yeah. it? Because it doesn't make sense. And they're trying to make sense out make of it. Sense. That's why there's a lot of uh, Christian denominations, a lot of sects, and because nobody knows what the hell they're talking about. We've lost like all translation. And you know what's messed up? Christians don't actually talk to Jews, right? Mm-hmm. Jews made up these stories, but Christians interpret them after the fact. Yeah. And they're actually kind of against, especially for most of their history, Mm -hmm. Christians have been against Jews, right? But Jews wrote the stories. So how can you really interpret them correctly when you're not even going to the source of the stories? And let me ask you this. Why do you think there's two creation stories in the Mm -hmm. Bible? If it's actually fact, why are they so different? Okay, so... And goes for the four... Each gospel disagrees with the other ones. Like, how many years was Jesus's? How many? How many years did Jesus's mission last? Yeah, bro. Um, I wanna you know step answer? away from this. How yeah. long? How long? No, no, no. Answer yeah. the question okay. really quick. Okay, it's a okay, really, it's a okay. Really okay. Can you repeat? It's a really repeat easy the question. question. How long did Jesus's mission last? In Thirty years. He he spent his life here. 33. Just how, how long did it last? He spent 30 years uh, on earth. That's not even that's not even what all the gospels say. Three of the gospels say he taught from 29 to 30. Mm-hmm. John says he taught for three years from 29 to 32. Mm-hmm. So even on how long he taught, they disagree. Even on something simple like that. Like, how long were these dudes following him? They don't even know. Even that is... Disgusting. Yeah, so uh, I want to step away from uh, the Christian uh, argument. And ha- I yeah, and love that. And how about I ask you about what you believe? Yeah. Like, for example, you you mentioned uh, a very scientific uh, perspective, like the Higgs boson and stuff. And so... Um, my, my general perspective, mm-hmm. um, the general term for it is called mm-hmm. monism. It means that everything is one, right? So like Galatians 3.20 says, there is no mediator for God because all is one, right? So I take that to the extreme. I ignore everything and go straight to God. Yeah. And I unite with God. Yeah. Right? So um, I want to ask you, what is your... Why That's is my your... general perspective, but not yeah. just in the Christian yeah, yeah. purview. What is your perspective on morality morality mm. see from a monistic point mm-hmm. of view the other is like your mm-hmm. arm what evil will you do to your own arm right it's gonna harm you right if you do evil to another it comes back to you somehow some way either long term through the society becoming corrupt or you know, like these people that are getting super mm-hmm. rich, because of them, they're super poor people, right? There's people starving right now to death because there's people with $170 billion on the planet, right? 
So these these opposites clash all the time. And the idea of our of of human nature is to bring the opposites together so that ultimately everyone can have a good life. Right? Are you still there? Yes, yeah, my grandmother. She Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um yeah, but yes, yeah, so it was my grandmother, but uh, anyways, um uh, I want to ask you uh from your perspective then it's pretty utilitarian for for your morality to be uh, simply uh your decision and so it's it's let me say it like this like there is no conclusion from a moral perspective that applies to every situation, mm-hmm. right? Like, for instance, it says don't mm-hmm. murder, but if murder is what's required to protect your grandma or your mother or your or your father or your mother or your or your child, mm-hmm. right? If that's what's needed to protect them, then you have to kill, right? If that's the only way to protect them, you have to, right? If the only way to get your family food is to steal, then stealing is not wrong to serve your family, right? So it's not, there's no like absolute morality. Like any kind of absolute morality becomes stupid when you apply it to particular situations, right? Like for instance, is it better to let your grandmother die than steal an apple? According to the Christian Bible, it's better to let your grandmother die than steal an apple. Because thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not steal. Right? So, to hell with her, let her die. That's Christian morality, apparently. <laughs> right? So, so I think that there needs to be something more intelligent, right? We need, we need to understand that the other is a part of ourselves. You understand like we need to be helping each other instead of competing with each other mm-hmm. right like their existence is not better or worse than yours uh, about the absolute morality thing it also goes the other way when there is no absolute morality everything is permissible no 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 what about no, that? No, no, no no if you see everything as yourself what will you actually do to yourself Right? Like there's certain, you're not gonna harm yourself, right? You're not going to cut off the circulation from one arm so the other arm gets more blood, right? Well, that depends. A lot of people commit suicide. A lot of people commit suicide. A lot of people commit self-harm. But for a healthy person, right? Let me say this, let me say this in, in the Bible, in 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 27 i already brought up verse 27 but 12 through 26 talks about how every christian is like a part of the body of christ right so we all have our own parts right so we should really see each person as like one's a hand one's an elbow one's a shoulder right so like a trash man a doctor etc right like everyone's kind of fitting filling their own part of society and we should we should see all of it as one society right 
we should we should really be looking at each other as equal parts of the same whole, right? That's that. Yeah, no, 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 no. But but again, like, uh, what what you say is that as if one is part of a society, then it's basically a social construct by yes, which but one's isn't value. But is that what the law actually is? Yeah, the law is uh, actually based on the Bible. No, 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 it's not. Did you know that? Did you it's know on... that? Did you know that sixty percent of the laws in Deuteronomy are illegal in most societies? Yeah, but uh, it's like it's most, more of a most laws, very most laws in Deuteronomy involve killing and stoning, etc. You can't actually do that in any civilized society. Pretty well, for example, for Christians, you still can is the Arabic one. Well, for Christians, they don't subscribe to the Deuteronomy. Okay, so so know? what is what is the law in Christianity? Is there actually a law at all? It basically, well, basically um, just tells you, you like don't be an asshole, right? <laughs> look, look, like for example, the U.S. Constitution. It's actually written by mostly deists. Yes. Who, uh, who believe in the foundations of. What you call biblical premises? No, they by don't. Which no, they don't. Rely. No, they don't. You, no, they for example, don't. No, the, how about the unite the unite the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, which presents the human dignity as the value or the main reason why people Where is have that in the Bible? value. Where is that in the Bible? Well, human dignity is a really uh, essential part in Christian doctrines. Mm, not in Judaism. Where, not in Judaism. And there is no there is no law spelled out in the in the New Testament whatsoever, but Jesus goes yeah, on but... referencing the Old Testament, and there are things like First Samuel fifteen three, which is the first documented genocide in history. They literally knocked out an entire um an entire race because God said so, right? There's another one in um, Ezekiel 9, 6 to 11, where they even kill Jews. So even kill, even Jews are not protected by the Bible. It's only if you happen to be approved by, the, by those in charge that you get to live according to the Bible. So it's really, really hard to say that the Bible has any kind of moral basis whatsoever. Because as soon as it asserts its moral basis, it says do whatever the hell you want to everyone else. Yeah, but let's say that uh, it, for the the Bible, the human dignity can't be found in the Bible where, or anywhere where, else. Where? Where? Like you don't like to bring yeah, up exactly. verses. Like you you state what you believe about Christianity, but I'm bringing up verses when I say something about the Bible, right? I'm not even a Christian, I, dude, and I know these verses. Yeah. Yeah, I never said that I be, uh, I I am defending the Christians. I'm just saying them. Uh, what if a Christian then said this? Let's talk this? on something uh, else, man. What is your native? What is the Filipino native religion? Let's talk about that. I bet it's far more moral. I bet it's far more moral than Christianity. Let's talk about that. What is the Filipino yeah. religion? Do you know anything about well, it? Well, yeah, we uh actually um the country is uh, suffering now from uh, a lot of people say um. A human rights uh, issue where uh, about extrajudicial judicial killings and all of that, and 
um, human rights is really essential uh, as an essential topic. And so, uh, from your perspective, do people have human dignity? I think that we have the right to be ourselves as long as it does not impact on another. Yeah, but w- where does that come from? Is that from your own social construct? from the very fact that we are born. We exist. Yeah, but we are born out of accidents. That from a scientific uh, perspective, we are simply products of evolution, and there, we have no reason as to why we are here. And so, having a right is not actually a right; it's a social construct. See, but if you so, where at, if you look at things like Christianity, right? What is actually the purpose in Christianity? Christianity essentially invalidates the whole human construct it wipes it out it says this life is invalid the whole point of you being born here is to be born somewhere else so this yeah la- is irrelevant yeah right? let's forget about christianity bro uh, <laughs> let's throw it out the right, table right, right, and right. say yeah but but uh when i ask when i ask you where does human dignity come from if it's mostly no social rights. construct we have no rights dude If yeah. for as long for as long as we okay. want to have people rule over us, mm-hmm. we have whatever they allow us. We so have we have wipe, no human we have rights. Wipe out the people in charge of us to decide amongst ourselves what matters to each other. But so as, it's long a as, conti- as long as there are leaders mm-hmm. in our world, there are no rights. rights so it's a constant. Being- power struggle that's what you're saying that history is a constant power struggle with social construct it's not even a power mm-hmm. struggle because for the longest time the powers the, elite. Have, the powers have just had no not the illuminati or nothing like that your own elite, government the, your own government rules everything about your own country right it's not hidden at all it's right there they dictate where all the money goes where everything where all the prosperity goes well, It's not hidden well, whatsoever. It's right, and and the the messed up thing is, is that the, the society votes for the money to go there as opposed to going to themselves. Wait, That's wait, bro, bro. I'm gonna stop you that. there, bro. Like, because uh, governments are institutions, and institutions are objects. But uh, the wait, people look, that look, the people look, in look power are voted for. Man, we we. Look at what they're actually doing and look at how they advertise. And if you actually look at it, they are telling us to vote against our own prosperity and we love it. And we love it. That's the crazy thing, right? Like we like they tell us to hate another race or something like that. And because of that, we vote for them to give themselves trillions of dollars. Yeah, but I want to go back really, to when you really say crazy. that go- governments have always taken over the people because, as I say, governments are simply institutions, but they are not forever living. They're not eternal. The The people born but again... They're always the, replaced by another group that's doing the same thing. Yeah, but they're new humans. All, all, that, who all that any revolution really does is choose who's, who's stealing from you now, right? It's just it's just replacing the people that that fuck you over, basically. I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss on here, but it's the people they're you're just choosing yes, you, that to screw you're you. You're okay over. to cuss, bro. You're co- you're okay to cuss. It's okay to cuss here. 
but it's, yeah, but it's basically a new set of people to fuck you over, right? That's all. Yeah, a new set of people, but really you, can, yeah, but group. you can't you can't blame them for the continuation of an, a I government don't, I don't. You where. You know who I blame? You know who I blame? People like you and me, who mm-hmm. are letting them do it. Like we fight amongst ourselves about stupid things, and they run away with all the money and all the prosperity and everything, and we're just like, but my God's better, right? Bro, we the, have the, nothing, but but our but my God's better than your God. Yeah, bro, but uh, it's not a monarchy anymore because it's, it's not, a democracy. It's, so yeah, it's a little more spread it, out, right? It's a little more spread out now. Instead of like ten people getting it, now like a thousand people get it. But like society, yeah, but, you know, America has three hundred twenty million people, and like a million people are getting all the money. Well, uh, it's about uh, it's about the process. What we call, um, well, where in the past we had barter systems, and so uh, when you provide value to society, it will be rewarded to you. And no, it so, won't. No, it won't. Not really. Yes, it. You'll yeah, you'll be well, a little richer. Like you might be a millionaire instead of a billionaire, or instead yeah, of being for, broke. For example, so uh, when when much for society. for example, in my country, the richest people. Are usually rich because uh, they inherit their family's rich the, uh, wealth. They inherit the past family's wealth, but it's not their fault. They were born into a rich family, and so not they their do what their best. It's society's fault, right? That money should go back to society, and that child should have to earn their own wealth. Yeah, but um, in a world of capitalism, it's actually fair to reward. Are you for to- capitalism? Do you think capitalism is a good thing? I think uh, capitalism is good at a limit, you know, and uh, I'm I'm setting that limit. I'm setting that limit at like when you die, you don't get to pass it on to your family, right? They you get to teach them, you get to teach them what you learned, but whatever you die with goes back to society. So either you get a say in how you spend the money, or society chooses how you spend the money. But but once you're dead. You no longer have a say. Once you die, once you're in the grave, shut up. Let society well, deal with it from there. Well, there's a reason that does not happen in this world because a human nature would want your offspring to be greedy. well off. Nature is greedy. Yeah, Humanity and you would want greedy. your. We're basically still animals. Yeah, and you would want your offspring to inherit your wealth because they are one of the motivations by which you work hard. For example, if my mom and dad did not work me, hard for me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you think a billionaire is actually working hard? Yeah, I think he is. He's not. Why? He's paying people to work hard, and he gets the money from it. Look at look at Jeff Bezos, the richest man on the planet right now. He has not worked for like five years. He does nothing, and he's still making like a hundred billion dollars over the last five years. He does not do anything at Amazon anymore. He has people paid. You know who's really doing the work is the poor people. The poor people are the ones who do everything. If the poor people went away, society would be defunct right away. It would not function. But the poor people are working pay t- paycheck to paycheck. 
to pay the billionaires. You're making money for billionaires and then you're happy to get like $400 a week or something, right? That's how corrupt society is. Like you fight for that $400 while making the billionaire another billion that year. Like that's, that's crazy. That's how, but that's how they, that's how they kind of warp our minds, man. Like we expect to be that billionaire one day, but we're working hard so that billionaire can make more money. Yeah, but uh, tell me, like, tell me something criminal that Jeff Jeff Bezos has done where he has not had the consent of people. For example, uh, Amazon. Look at the COVID like, virus. How much do you think? How much do you think COVID? Uh, Jeff Bezos has donated for COVID. Zero. 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 You know what he actually did? He actually asked for funds to pay his people. When his company has 300 billion, when he has 170 billion by himself, just in free currency, that's not even in- including market capitalism. Capitalism, like Amazon is actually worth like 1.3 trillion dollars right now. But he, in at the beginning of COVID, he asked for help from regular people because he did not want to spend a dime on COVID for his people, and and the. Two trillion dollar loan that that the Trump administration gave businesses, he got like three hundred million for that, right? So he does not want to pay out of pocket at all, and that's not how an economy works, man. You can't have a functional economy when mm-hmm. when the greatest earners are just parking their money in the bank. That's not how an economy works. An economy works by constantly refreshing the money putting it back into the economy right but like people like apple microsoft amazon google they have like a lot of money just chilling in the bank and then but we have no funds to help people with medicare and stuff and i can't even imagine the situation in the philippines because you guys don't even have rich people really you'll have like fairly well off people mm-hmm. in america we have like I don't know. It's like six hundred billionaires right now, mm-hmm. right? Like the top one percent really have fifty percent of the currency in America right now. They have there's like six hundred people that have as much as the other three hundred and twenty million people. Then I would ask you, um, uh, what would be the alternative? Socialism, Marxism, because. That that hasn't worked in the past, and it will never work, bro. And because of human ah, nature, see, it's never actually been tried. You know, all we've actually had is fascism. Russia was fascist. How about China? Cuba is fascist. If you China? have a leader, if you have a particular leader in charge of it, it's not communism. It's not socialism. It has to be the people deciding everything. So no like ideas. in America right in America right now we have a movement called um democratic socialism. Mm-hmm. It literally means exactly that. It means the people vote on the resources of the nation, right? So America has I don't know it's like 20 trillion annual revenue dollars. Mm-hmm. So the people should choose how that's used, right? 
So some of it should go to medical care, some of it should go to police, some of it should go to this, some of it should go to that. But the government, like what we have right now is a democratic republic, right? So what we actually have right now is we choose the people who get to choose. Mm-hmm. Whereas democratic socialism means we choose directly, right? And if we think of like the internet, if we mm-hmm. can make the internet secure, there's no need for a republic anymore, right? Like in the 1700s, it took like 20 days to get from New York to Pennsylvania or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like short little trips would take a long time. So it didn't make sense to have everyone contribute. But with the internet today, everyone can decide everything. So it no longer makes sense to have a republic. Right. So what what I think is it should be raw democracy. Right. Everyone should decide everything instead of just deciding who gets to decide. Right. Whereas that's what they're selling you today. They're selling you on the theory that you can choose someone who has your best interests at heart. Of course, it means that we have to have a more educated society. Right. Everyone Mm -hmm. has to look into the issues that they care about. Yeah. And vote on those issues, right? Whereas mm-hmm. right now, we hope that the people that we vote for give a shit. <laughs> right? That's basically it, right? Like, we have right now, in America, we have Biden versus Trump. Nobody has any clue what either of them stand for. Nobody has any... All we know right now in America, and this might make this might be funny to you, all we know in America right now is we're choosing Biden because Trump sucks. We have no idea what Biden stands for. And most of the things that Biden stands for, most Americans don't want, but these are our choices, right? And I bet it's similar in the Philippines too. Like you guys don't really, you don't really know what these people stand for. You just kind of like hope they're kind of close to what you stand for, right? For me, raw democracy would mean you vote on every issue directly and your neighbor votes on every issue directly right so we'd have to all be more included but it would be much more fair and much more representative of the actual society and the benefit of it is no one's actually in control because everyone's in control right i want to say this though that uh, for example in the process processes of administration of management It's really why do you essential. need that? Why do you need that? If everyone, if everyone's doing the voting, why do you need to manage? Because, because everyone can't vote vote all the time. You just you you have your own life. You have your own work. You have to focus on that. You can't. Do you do you know what um, what's it called? I forget what it's called, man. IBM is really big into it right now. But there is actually like a secure network that actually automatically keeps track of everything. Let me look it up really quick. It's called a hyperledger, but there's a oh blockchain. You ever heard of IBM blockchain? Uh no, 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 man. Tell me. Yeah. Blockchain essentially is a technology that does this administrative work that you're talking about. 
but it does it technologically. Mm -hmm. So it keeps track of everything that happens on the network. And it just takes care of everything. Like right now it's used for like Bitcoin and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. it's the underlying technology of the um the e-currencies. Mm -hmm. Um it's also already being used for like um international shipping to keep track of um of everything that's going everywhere. Right? So like all the shipping routes for each product and how and how the how various sites are keeping track of your product, how it gets from the company to your house, right? All of mm -hmm. that's already being taken care of like by blockchain. We can have a technology like that take care of government resources, right? You yeah. understand kind of? Yeah, yeah, so like yeah. That, so this technology is already the administration that you're talking about but automated by um, an unbiased technology, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of where everything is going is like AI, robotics, et cetera. So like manual labor and stuff like that just goes away. We don't, mm -hmm. human, human beings should not be engaged in such mundane tasks their whole life, right? I, I don't know, that seems to be still like a controversial statement because a lot of people still value like hard work and stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you really think about it, if a robot can do your job, do you really, really want to do that job if your family is still being fed? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think too many people do, right? Yeah. If, if your family stays fed as good as you working your ass off on the field, do you mm -hmm. really want to go to the field? Yeah, I don't think most people do. And I want to ask you one last question, bro, to end this, and because it's it's been a great conversation. Um, when it comes to death, what is your approach to it? Do, are you scared or are you preparing? Everything is over. Mm -hmm. It's just like going to sleep, except you don't wake up again. Mm -hmm. Is that something to fear? Most people, when they go to sleep. They're excited. The day's over. It's a good thing. Mm -hmm. But death is just that without waking up. I see. I mean, That's a bad you, case scenario, mm -hmm. right? Like in an accident mm -hmm. or something, it's going to hurt a lot. Mm -hmm. But like natural death, you're just going to sleep. Mm -hmm. And you just don't wake up. Uh, but like, uh, like it sucks. It sucks to think of an existence where you're not there. Mm -hmm. Like from... from a psychological perspective like that sucks mm -hmm. but if you think about it existence has kind of gone on for a long time before you was even born right mm -hmm. so existence isn't gonna really care that you're not there right mm -hmm. and for me like we merge back into the whole but we're no longer like separate entities we're exactly like we were prior to birth right yeah but uh, how so, how are you dealing with the uh for example, ha do you have doubts that there you might be wrong? That there might be actually something waiting for you uh, behind the, the door. I, I, of honestly, mm -hmm. honestly, every every theory I've had about an afterlife, like mm -hmm. I hope, is not true. Mm -hmm. Like, like heaven for a Christian, right? 
Mm-hmm. It's just perpetual bliss. Like, wouldn't that be boring after like a hundred years, let alone like all eternity? Like, how is that even a good thing? Right? Like every, every envisionment of heaven that I've seen, I don't see how it would be perpetually good. Mm-hmm. And the same way goes for like any kind of thing that I've heard about hell. Mm-hmm. Shorty, like after a thousand years being burned is kind of just normal, right? Mm-hmm. Like it might suck for a while, but eventually like there might be parties down there. Plus, apparently there's going to be a lot of science scientists, right? So they probably figured out air conditioning and how to put the fires out and stuff. <laughs> so like, honestly, though, my whole thing is I'm not re- I'm not really worried about the afterlife, right? Yeah. I'm worried about like pre-death like i'm still alive right now let's do something with this Mm -hmm. right like after death like for sure i can't do anything here anymore yeah so um i i wanna i wanna end with this question uh, lastly like uh in relation to that what you said um because you're uh focusing on your pre-life right a pre-death right now how do you make a difference in the world like how do you make the difference ah see that's ego ego wants to really really matter right Mm -hmm. but for me what what we're here for Mm -hmm. is to discover the truth Mm -hmm. and if we don't find and live the truth Mm -hmm. ourselves right like jesus said i am the the way the truth the truth and the life right Mm -hmm. If we don't live that ourselves, we have wasted our lives, right? Like, it's not enough to believe. It's not enough to to really, really trust or to have faith in that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're not living that ourselves, because even Jesus said, there will be some that come after me that are greater than me, right? So he's not, he's he never set himself up to be the highest, we're all supposed to gradually be getting better and better, like evolution, right? We're supposed to be getting greater and greater. But instead of that, everyone kind of, every believer kind of like, that's their limit, right? And they, they just believe in what he says. And then that's, that's, that's as far as they go into religion and they don't really care about actually finding God and living a divine life. Like in second Peter one, four, participate in the divine reality we don't do that we don't care about that we just want to go to the good place after we die that's as far as most people's religion goes and that's not religion yeah so uh well we're in like we're ending it there bro and thank you so much for the conversation Uh, i hope you can guess next time again i would that Okay, we are ending right. it. Hopefully, hopefully we can talk some more though on Messenger. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, no problem. But, Thank you. Uh, we're, I'm, I'm right, ending it one, uh, two, and... So, that's the end of it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This is your host, Elmo Ador Jr. And thank you for listening in. And please subscribe. Please follow us on Facebook. Please, please follow this. Please. Thanks.